Welcome back to the Snack Bar Podcast. I'm Justin, and today I am joined by Sin. Give it up. Woo! What's up? What's up, y'all? Uh, he was on one time before uh, when we did Boruto and Dragon Ball. <laughs> that was fun. But now, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. No. But now, um, uh, <laughs> but now we're going to uh, review Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes, sir. Let's uh, go. We're here for Jujutsu Kaisen chapters 235 to 238. Um, Peak fiction has arrived. <laughs> this is one of the final episodes in the catch up to the weekly reviews again. Um, but if you remember last, uh, chapter, Jujutsu Kaisen, um, Gojo was fighting against Maharaga and, um, the other guy (laughs) and he killed that guy. Right on. And then at the end of the chapter, Gojo, uh, it says in another 41 seconds, Gojo Satoru's hollow technique purple will once again make its mark on the old battlefield of Shinjuku, right? That's where we left off. All right, so chapter 235, Inhuman Makio Shinjuku Showdown, part 13. Um, it starts off, and it says, a second black flash. It's kind of uh, just starting in the middle of it, and it says, um, a decisive blow with blue, Agito KO'd. So Agito's out of here. Mm-hmm. And it's Gojo on the side of the building with uh, Maharaga and Sukuna, and it says, a second black flash. And Gojo Satoru feels a rush of exhilaration. So, yeah, they're saying Gojo hit a second Black Flash, which is interesting because if we remember when Gojo's first telling us about Black Flash in the beginning, he's like, I don't really use that. Right. So it says, while for the first time in a thousand years, the curse, the king of curses, Ryomin Sukuna, experiences the height of tension. And he looks pissed. <laughs> yeah man Zakuna's the goat I have like such a love and hate relationship with him yeah he is kind of cool I do like him so Gojo punches with the black flash against Maharaga but it seems like uh, Sukuna like gets in the way really quick and then Sukuna throws a right hand at Gojo but he dodges it and grabs Sukuna by the wrist and hurls him at Maharaga <laughs> you're a little boy to me and then sense. right after that hits uh goes to hit Sukuna with the Black Flash, but Maharaga gives him a big hug and uh, blocks it from hitting him. But Maharaga and Sukuna still get sent through the building, which is pretty interesting. And then we see Gojo. He's chanting um, some chants to build up curse energy. He says, Phase, Paramita, Pillars of Light. A spark... That is, the curse energy that swells up within a sorcerer just before the activation of a curse technique. Prior to the activation of domain expansion, a sure hit technique, and other powerful techniques, there will be, without exception, a spark. Even Gojo Satoru, with his immense curse energy efficiency, is no exception to this rule. This is all the more true for his hollow technique, purple. Based on incantations and the scale of the curse energy... Sukuna judged that the spark before his eyes was the curse uh, was of the curse technique uh, reversal red. His judgment was by no means incorrect. And then he thought to himself, I'll have Maharaga take this and adapt to red for good measure. And then we see Gojo. He goes, curse technique reversal. And he kind of like puts his fingers up in kind of like a shooting position. 
and uh, Sukuna sees it about to happen, and he's like, Maraka! Yeah, this is really... Um, Maharaga is really what saves Sukuna, if you really think about it, honestly. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, he's been plotting that since the beginning, pretty much, because of um, Megami and everything. So, yeah, but this part is very important if you really want to find out if you, you know, yeah. in what happens. Yeah. So, um, I guess uh, it's a little hard to see what happens here, but I think they, like, jump through the ceiling or something. And it says, by merging the lapse and the reversal, hollow technique purple is formed, producing an imaginary mass that rushes forth. Okay, so that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. Ahead of the red that Gojo had fired was the perpetuated technique that had that had just crushed Agito, blue. And we see, like, um, that little ball from blue. And it says... Red falls to a standstill before exploding, similar to the red that circled the building to strike Sukuna from behind. Maharaga was ordered to prevent the two from merging, going first towards blue, which it could which it could completely erase after having adapted. Running through Maharaga's mind was a standalone thought, fulfill orders. So he's after this a blue to stop the blue and the red from merging, which I guess would make purple. Right. Traveling at rapid speed using the attractive force of blue, Gojo Satoru barged his way in between blue and Maharaga, and we see Gojo appear like right there super quickly. Blue chooses its targets indiscriminately, its attraction not affecting the adapted Maharaga, which made Maharaga's adaption now backfire. Adaptation, I'm sorry, now backfire. I just love how Gojo is always so unfazed, like whenever he's fighting, like no matter what's happening, he's always like, I got this, which is... Give me a lot of confidence for him, but... Right, yeah, he has, like, a really clear head right. most of the time, so it's he's able to kind of just, like, fulfill most of his plans. And that builds up so much confidence for the viewer or, like, the reader or whatever, which ends up fucking you up in the end, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Gay, gay. Um, so I guess Maharaga, like, d uh, blocks his face as Gojo's about to punch him, and Gojo gives him, like, the hardest punch ever. But... As he's punching him, we see um, Sukuna come behind or out of Maharaga. I don't. It's there. There's like a big shadow. He looks like he does look like he is behind him. Yeah, he's kind of behind him, but his pants look like they're their pants look like they're going together. Maharaga has some like huge ass feet apparently, <laughs> or legs. I don't know what it is. And we see Sukuna, and he's in like the Pearson blood, uh, uh, form. How? What was your reaction when you seen that? <laughs> I was like... Is this what he's really about to do right now? Well, no. He uses Pearson Blood a lot, I feel. Has he? Yeah. I feel like I've only seen it from Cho's... Cho's no, name? I've seen Sukuna use it before. He's used it before. And I think that, like, anytime somebody does this, I'm like, Pearson Blood. <laughs> so I, I don't know why I wasn't surprised. Maybe he hasn't, but I feel like he has. Um, so it says, before it merges with blue, Sukuna spurs the explosion of red with Pearson Blood. And then we see him shoot the Pearson Blood. But then Gojo, like jumps around where the Pearson blood is going and gets behind Sukuna and like gives him a punch to the like side or like liver or something. Mm -hmm. Body shot, baby. Yeah. And then we see Pearson blood going towards uh red still. And Sukuna's like too slow. And Gojo just looks over unfazed. And then ironically goes <laughs> phase twilight, the eyes of Prajna. <laughs> The incantations for blue recited within a shortened period of time. And then we see the piercing blood going around to the side, uh, about to 
I guess it it goes right past um, red, and now is going towards blue. And I and I, they were saying before that blue attracts. Um, it's indiscriminate, so like it will attract whatever it needs to attract. Right, right. So the narrator says blue activated with restored output following the incantations. Swollen Sakuna's pierced blood, piercing blood. Nine ropes, polarized light, crow and shomyo, the gap between uh, within and without. That's honestly a crazy one. Poetic. That could be a name of a song. I like that one. Super and then we, we go back to the room, and uh, Yuto goes, Kusakabe sensei, I apologize. If a burden like me were out there, we wouldn't have done this. I disagree and, with you, uh, Yuto, <laughs> but it's okay. And then it says, hollow technique, and you see the two circles crossing over each other to make the infinity sign. And we see everybody's face, and Gojo goes, purple. And then in that moment, there's like an explosion of light. Like there's like a big circle in the middle, and then like gigantic explosion coming out of it. So so much that we literally see the um, wheel just like pop off of Maharaga, I guess, and just like fall down. Bro, look at Sukuna. The next page looks like a bum. <laughs> <laughs> so we see like those cities in ruins now. There's like so much shit everywhere, and we see a dirty a dirty pair of feet. <laughs> sorry sin was laughing way too loud we had to stop it <laughs> no sorry just a little edit point but we see this guy he's walking up with dirty feet and then we see an arm on the wall with no hand and a destroyed sukuna he he's like bloody his he's his pants are all fucked up i feel like they were black before now they're white he's done <laughs> and then we see gojo an unlimited purple, not bound by any specific target. It even hit me. But sure enough, there's a difference in damage. I guess my cursed energy pool really is just that huge. Well, all's well that ends well. <laughs> and we see Gojo and his face is like, the left side of his face is completely fucked up. Like his eyes like messed up and everything. Right. He goes, I totally crushed with that, uh, the improv with that remote purple, don't you think? First time I've ever blown myself up. <laughs> And then we go back to the room, and Kusakabe's like, it's Gojo who regained his reverse curse technique output through those black flashes. Versus Akuna with slowed healing, no Maharaga, and an inability to do a lick of damage without amplification. Sukuna surviving that, though, is insane. Yeah. Like, I, what else could Gojo have done at this point? Yeah, and I like how Gojo right now is about to do the Naruto thing. Like, he's going to talk no jutsu him, basically. It's yeah. like, Gojo, you're a fucking idiot. And that's why... And then Kusakabe is like, oh, God, way to test that out, uh, you know, like when we didn't need you to be testing things. <laughs> and then Yuji goes, does this mean? And Kusakabe goes, yeah, Gojo wins. Biggest fucking. The strongest etches his name into the old battlefield of Shinjuku. And the chapter ends. All right. We're going to get to the next chapter. Don't worry. Calm down. Calm down. I'm calm. I'm Stop calm. standing up. Sit down. Sit down. Um, no, but when so, I catch you, Gege. When I catch you, Gege. <laughs> when I catch you, Gege. Once they lift that anonymous thing. <laughs> when I catch you, Gege. <laughs> so, all right. This chapter, um, when it came out, I was so hyped. I'm like, yes. Like, it's it's interesting. Gojo's powers always kind of confused me, and even up until this reread right now, it kind of confused me. Me too. But uh, it's uh, it's cool that there are the two orbs the red and the blue orb, and together they create infinity, which creates purple. Right on. 
pretty makes a lot of sense. The fact that Gojo was able to ex, like they're explaining my favorite thing about Jujutsu Kaisen, the thing that you didn't like about it when you were reading it at first, is that like when something's happening, they're telling you what's happening in that moment right there. And a lot of the time it's new information, but it makes the story make so much sense. Yeah, definitely. Well, my thing was that um I <laughs> I told you before I was reading it and and it literally says that we know it is confusing. So that's that's all I didn't like. I um at first, but obviously I love it now. But yeah, yeah I don't know why he said that. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like so annoying. But I was reading it. And I was like, so are you are you doing this on purpose or what? Like, it's funny because now I don't. Uh, whenever I am gonna give somebody like an opinion on what I want them to watch or read, I just don't say how I feel about it at all. Right. I'm you, like, you, you know what, well. like. Watch just this, do it. Like it or don't. You know I love it for one reason or another. Watch it. But so the fact that they're telling us like, okay, blue attracts red, but it doesn't pick red to attract. It attracts everything, and it mm-hmm. almost even it attracted Maharaga at that moment or whatever. And it was like Gojo was in the middle of it, and that's how he got there super fast. And then when we see Sakuna using Pearson blood to get the red, we're like, oh shit! Oh wait, they just told us blue attracts everything. Blue takes it. And Gojo still gets the move. Right. So it's a super hype moment. Maharaga, last chapter, Akito getting beat. And then this chapter, Maharaga getting beat. It just, it it was awesome to see. I do feel bad for Megami. <laughs> Bro, bro's getting beat up. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting, laying down in fatal position, bro. I know, I Crying. feel bad for him. His sister's dead, sort of. <laughs> his whole family's dead. Um. So... What other moments in the chapter like stuck out to you? You think Sakuna's bum arms <laughs> on that wall, yes. <laughs> dying? No, but I can't believe that he survived that because I'm starting to wonder what else Go Gojo. I mean, you're gonna read the next chapter, but I really want to know what else Gojo could have done because he. It seemed like I mean Gojo Gojo won. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's what stood out to me. Honestly, the fact that. No matter what Gojo does, Sakuna is still standing somehow. Yeah, it it is pretty interesting. I also like I, it's an interesting comment from Yuto to be like, okay, like I see, like I was gonna play my role. I shouldn't have like stepped out of my role because I still disagree with him. I don't know if it would have been any because this is the thing. Like, um, let's say like all goes bad here, which we'll get to in a second. Um, imagine Yuta, like imagine we lost Yuta in that hollow purple. That would have sucked. But, but remember, Yuta himself got reverse curse techniques. If I know, anybody like, would have survived that, it would be him. But using reverse curse technique as your like, like I I explained this to you actually earlier today. But like reverse curse technique, they say starts in like the brain. Okay. So if you get blown up, you almost can't use reverse curse technique. Okay. Um, so I see. Yeah. But all right. So I think it's a great chapter. And then like in between this chapter and the next one, there was a break. So there was so much fucking hype. <laughs> Right. And then... I was still not caught up at that point. That's it's funny. true, actually. Yeah, you read basically within the break, like, 50% of the series. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so, this next chapter, though, is, like, I will say it's my favorite chapter in the whole series. There, As a lot of people know, like, we're huge Maki fans on this podcast, and I love the chapters where Maki fights the sumo wrestler guy and kind of, like, ha- realizes her full potential. Yeah, and that was intense. The hidden inventory arc. Uh, not hidden inventory. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, the weapon where she goes to maybe it is hidden inventory. I forgot what it's called. Get rid of the cursed tools or whatever. Yeah, exactly. The right. Maki and my part. Like I love that part, but like this chapter, it's just like very. It's it's like 
peak Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun watching it in seven years. <laughs> yeah, what would you say? Season three is going to go hard in 2027 or something like that? <laughs> yeah, bro, it's going to be great. All right. So if you remember last chapter, like I just said, we left off with Gojo winning, right? So chapter 236, heading south. Um, can I just say that Gege needs to stop doing that at like the the highest points of the story, he'll end a chapter and then he'll start with something completely like well, this isn't random, but I like, I do love that about continue, weekly manga. Continue so. what we were seeing, bro, please. I've been it's, waiting for a week here. You would hate reading my hero. <laughs> oh, yeah. They leave things off and then next year they come back to it. Oh hell no. Nah. Yeah, but no, I don't mind that honestly, but I I get it. It's okay. Like in a in a complete reread, which is how you've read a lot of series, like that doesn't happen, but in Naruto it used to happen all the time. Like every chapter was like, "Oh my god, can't wait until next." Oh yeah. Being a Naruto fan doesn't even seem like the best thing honestly yeah like a weekly fan it was yeah I, I was like as a weekly fan that, that was probably super annoying okay but jujutsu kaisen chapter 236 heading south let's go so we start off and we see mm, it looks like kenjaku but obviously it's ghetto because there's no stretch uh stitches and he goes yo and gojo goes gah Blech. he goes no freaking way could things get any worse and they were kind of like sitting in like a like a airport or something, and Ghetto's like, "How rude!" And right after seeing me, and Gojo goes, "I told one of my students, didn't I, that when it's your time, you die alone." Please tell me this is just my imagination. And Ghetto, uh, yeah, Ghetto goes, "Does it matter either way?" And Gojo <laughs> looks so annoyed. He's like, "It does." And then there's the matter of his father. Oh, well, I already asked Shoko to handle that. So that one is a pretty interesting question because um, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's obviously Megami's father. He has to talk to her about it. But right, like, right. maybe it's Yuji. Like, we don't know anything. Like, we don't know who he's talking about. He said his father. But, like, what else who does he have knows? to tell him about? Like, I, I guess Megami, I guess, you know what, though? Gojo doesn't know that Megami met Toji for like a second in Shibuya. Yeah, he's, so. he was sealed. Yeah, so Ghetto goes, so how is the King of Curses? Man, he was crazy strong. Plus, Sukuna didn't even go all out. I'm not sure if I could have beaten him even if he didn't have Megami's Ten Shadows. Oh, I wonder what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> Whoa, he's so strong that he made you admit that? And Gojo goes, I do feel a bit sorry for him, though. I can empathize with the magnitude of his sheer solitude more than anyone else. I love everyone and don't feel lonely now. Okay. But somewhere along the way, there was a line I drew, not as a human, but as a living creature. And Ghetto is just listening. You can make a flower bloom. You can admire it. But you can't tell that flower, I want you to understand me. Deep. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't really get this uh, metaphor, but... It is a sweet line with a nice panel of like uh, like a beautiful flower blooming. And there's all these different flowers. It's very similar to the metaphor that's like um, if you love something, leave it alone just like a flower. Because like if you if you see a flower, it's beautiful. But if you pick it, it dies. So okay, you just leave things alone when you love them a lot. It's, it, it reminded me of that um, metaphor. Uh, yeah, that makes sense to me. 
The skills I drilled into this tempered body of mine, my refined senses, even my haphazard tactics and explosive power, I gave it my all. I wanted to convey everything to Sukuna. I wanted him to know. The absolute strongest, the loneliness that follows, the one who will teach you about love is. And then it, that's like Sukuna having a flashback. Like it's somehow Gojo knowing what Yorizu said to Sukuna. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't either. But Gojo goes, it was fun. And he looks so fucking weird here, right? He looks like Agni from fucking Fire Punch. I don't know what the hell is going on there. But Sukuna wasn't able to give it his all. And for that, I'm sorry. Is this the first time that we found out that Sukuna couldn't give it his all? Or did, did they say that in the room while they were watching? Um, they that was the first they time were I always saying that. that he had a trump card. The secret trump card. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Geto goes, you're making me jealous. But if you're satisfied, then that's all right. Satisfied? If you were among those patting my back, then I might have been satisfied. And honestly, this part almost made me cry when I, I was I know, it. bro. Because, like, it's a picture of Maki, Yuta, Inomaki, and Hakuri, and then Geto, like, smiling in the middle of them. Yeah. And Geto just laughs. He feels it. I know it's so sad, honestly. Like, like if you really think back to Ghetto, like he really did love Gojo. It's just I like, no, bro. These curse energy is messed fucked. him up, bro. Curse energy really is just fucked up, you know. <sighs> okay, so he goes. Anyway, I'm just glad that I didn't die because of old age or some kind of illness, but rather because of someone stronger. And then somebody goes, "What are you, an old military general?" And then we see it's um, Nanami. And also their friend, who I'm forgetting his name right now. You know, the big-eyed friend. Yeah, yeah, And then Nanami goes, no one, no one thinks like that nowadays. It's creepy. And also they look like their high school selves. Mm-hmm. And Gojo goes, huh? And Nanami goes, but I guess that's the reason you were able to live longer than me. Um, I wonder if that means anything other than they were, like, just really good friends, you know, when they were all alive during that time period. Well, this is like the the callback to the hidden inventory arc where it's like this was the time they were all working together, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, but I do think they were all good friends. I think Nanami and Gojo are friends, like, specifically, so. Uh, He goes, it's all within a margin of error for the both of you. That's what their friend says, which is kind of true because he died and then Nanami shows up and then Gojo shows up not too long later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like I, and then Nanami goes, it's like I told Ghetto a long time ago. Why not just let uh, why not just let you take care of everything by yourself from now on? Talking about Gojo. Yeah. And, and Gojo's like giving him a noogie and he's like, stop that, please. <laughs> you live for Jujutsu. You don't wield it to protect something. You use it solely for the sake of satisfying yourself. You're a weirdo. <laughs> and Gojo's pouting. And then there, uh, Haibara, that's his name is, he goes, Nanami, everyone thinks that, but no one says it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks hilarious. And Dead ass though, he's right. And Gojo goes, hi, Bar, you're annoying me more than he does. Or maybe Nanami said that. And he goes, sorry. And Nanami goes, I mean, it's not like you're wrong. You clearly, and then Geto goes, you clearly admitted it uh, earlier. That was a uh, end worthy of you. I won't condone it, but I can sympathize it. That's what Nanami says. And Gojo goes, well, thanks. <laughs> and how was yours? All right, this is probably the most important. It's um, a it's a great callback. No, I'm saying like page eight is probably the most important um, part when it comes to the potential of uh, maybe I'm 
talking too fast. No, no, no. <clears throat> but I maybe no the potential, I, I, you know, Gojo coming, you know. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. You're saying that there's like, well, there's something okay, hidden in this. Hold line. on. So listen, we're, we're all we're we, we all know what's going on basically. But okay. we can get to the end of the chapter if you want first, and we'll talk about it. But this is like very relation uh, in relation to the title, obviously. So, so Hybara goes, um, well, I butted into it. And Nanami goes, a curse can save people too, just like Jujutsu. And if you remember when Nanami was dying, and it's funny because like when this happened, I thought it was more just like a flashback for Nanami to be like my one friend, but it was apparently Hybara like showing up to be like. Yeah, it was very confusing like, at first. Yeah, like it's cool that that actually mattered. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's they say here that Nanami could have chose to leave a curse on Yuji, basically by the same way Mai left a curse on Maki, the same right, way right. all these people have left curses on people by saying like, you know, like uh, like do this you. for me, whatever. Yeah. yeah, like Rika, exactly. Mm-hmm. But instead of doing that, which they'll go into in a second, he kind of was just like, it's up to you, like fulfill your own destiny. Which is Nanami is like a really interesting character. He's like, yeah. he's super skilled in jujitsu, but he hates it, I guess. So mm-hmm. it's very interesting. But so he goes in the, and then we're seeing like a, a somebody pouring milk into a cup of tea, basically. And he Nanami goes in the past. This is what Miss Mai said when I asked about her recommendations for leaving the country. If you want to start anew, head north. If you want to return to your old self, head south. (laughs) Without hesitation, I chose somewhere south. I'm such a backward-looking person, and yet I bet on the future in my final moment. Hybara goes, it wasn't a bad one. I don't know. I'm sorry. Nanami goes, it wasn't a bad one at all. I've also got Hybara to thank for that. And he goes, you're welcome. (laughs) And Gojo goes, I see. And then he yells over at uh, the principal, and he's like, Prez! And we see um, Panda's dad. So, like, we're seeing a lot of people here, um, you know, like, just that are dead. So we're getting a lot of confirmations for death. Like, Yama, I think his name is Yama, oh, no, Yaga, right? That was his name? Yeah. Yeah. So he goes, Prez, wasn't there supposed to be no such thing as a sorcerer dying without any regrets? (laughs) And then Gojo smiles get joe smiles and that moment's kind of nice too because he was their teacher and he told them what happens when they die Mm -hmm. and then gojo's like oh well i guess i was wrong too (laughs) and then we just see haibara and nanami smiling we get to see um rico right that was her name the the star plasma vessel Yeah, yeah, yeah rico i believe and then her her teacher and then if you look in the background you kind of see uh toji walking around too bro pretty interesting i've never seen you never noticed that? <laughs> yeah. I never noticed that. Yeah, people, Holy crap. people called it out a lot on Twitter. I'm on Twitter too. Uh, well, I uh, guess uh, I'm on X. On X, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we see like a plane and Gojo goes, I pray that this all isn't just my imagination. So <sighs> and then the next wants. page oh my God. is Gojo laying on the floor bloody with blood pouring out of his mouth and blood all in his like midsection. He needs some milk. <laughs> he needs to go south. Um, <laughs> he needs to go south. <laughs> so, like, the thing is, like, last we saw of him, besides this little thing that was just happening, like, they said he won. He was smiling. He was good. Bro. And then we get a little bit of an explanation from Sukuna. Maharaga's adaptation process slowly starts analyzing once it receives an initial attack and is complete after a certain amount of time. 
during that process, if it receives additional attacks, the completion time is sped up, which is something that they were speculating the entire time, so I guess it is true. Not only does it ensure adaptation of the first Jujutsu, but the analysis doesn't stop and the adaptation continues. And then we see Gojo, uh, not Gojo, Yuji, and he's like holding back tears. This part got me fucked up. What I desired for Maharaga was a model. A model in order for me to breach through your inviolability. The first time the Maharaga adapted to your inviolability. Sorry, I'm so bad with that word. Uh, I, I wouldn't know how to pronounce it at all if you want me to be real with you. Yeah, it's like violability, but inviolability. I don't know. It transmuted its own curse energy in order to neutralize and nullify your inviolability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. Gee, I don't want to to read this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> that was something I could not do, so I waited. And then we see Maki and yeah, Yuta looking this. really upset too. Like Yuta's cl- clutching his sword. Honestly, I just like after Volume Zero, I can't stand seeing Yuta sad ever. Mm-hmm. And Ma- Maki, like yeah, Maki too. Obviously, listen, but I I said this recently. If you're pretending that Yuji's the main character of Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> and not Maki, there's something wrong with you. The story's sixty percent about her. Okay, Yuta's the main character, buddy. <laughs> I'd argue that more. So he goes, that was something I could not do, so I waited. I waited until I could obtain an adaptation that would match your inviolability. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. It's ridiculous. The the second adaptation uh, proceeded as I had hoped. Uh, That wasn't meant to be a slash like the ones I launched. That was the extension of curse technique targets. Its target was not Satoru Gojo. It extended all the way to space, existent, and the world themselves, so as to cut them. So, before I get to the next page, because it's so fucking dramatic, I don't this even want to say insane, it really. insane, man. Um, what Sukuna is saying here is that we know him to be able to do whatever he wants. And, like, before, people have speculated that he has multiple curse techniques. But what I think it is, is once he learns something, he know, sees something, he knows how to do it. Yeah. Like, we, we heard that he kind of saw Kenjaku turning people into cursed objects, so he turned himself into a cursed object. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, saw when he fought before. Jogo, he saw him use fire. He used fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've never seen him use fire ever before or again. When he, he saw Choso use piercing blood. He used piercing blood. Yep. So, so he's... he's saying that he used Maharaga to see what it would be like and what kind of technique Maharaga would come up with to combat Gojo, learn the technique himself, and now it says it was an extension of the curse technique targets. His target was not Satoru Gojo. It extended all the way to space, existence, and the world themselves so as to cut them. So obviously it's his cleave, but it's a little bit more aggressive than what we know. Yeah, and it's like... If anyone is going to be able to fight like this, is going to be the king of curses. It's true. Um, so then next page. Oh, my God. With, yeah, I know. Man. Without regard for your inviolability. Bro, what as long is this, as bro? it exists inside that space, that world, those existence would split apart. It was an incredibly difficult technique to obtain, but I did have quite the wonderful model. This is probably going to be like the most iconic panel, manga panel yeah. ever. Because, like, the picture, which I didn't describe yet, is literally Gojo, when he was laying on the floor and we saw his bloody midsection, he's actually completely cut in half. His bottom half is still standing up. Yeah, so this just happened, like, right now. And uh, a lot of people um, 
are kind of like uh like oh how did this happen like we saw gojo win or whatever but it's kind of like this all happened so quickly that, so fast yeah like we we actually got the sensation that people say like oh when you die you meet everybody you've ever loved or whatever right on uh we got that sensation of that happening before we even knew he was dead that's why it's a little confusing but honestly like it makes it one of the best chapters like i was saying easily um so sakuda looks down on him smiling and goes you were magnificent satoru gojo i shall never forget you for as long as i live and Gojo's like smiling almost, it looks like. And that means a lot. Again, this is the king of curses. And so if he's saying that he'll never... Think about how many people he's fought before. Yeah. No, it's true. And Gojo really is like a... I don't know if he's ever fought a 6 size user, though. That's the thing. Are there and any other ones? Yeah. Gojo is like the current one. Because remember, they talked before about Kenjaku um, every time he... Um, Every time a six eyes, he tried multiple times to do this before, and the one time he tried to just kill the six eyes user, and he then disappeared. Yeah, he appeared again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I don't know, but so <laughs> a lot of people also think that like Gojo looks like he has less blood here than he did before, so they think that he's in the middle of using a reverse curse technique. But I really doubt it. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like he um. There was one chapter where I don't remember his name. This guy gave up his arm to stay alive. Yeah, Hakuri. So yeah. that was his arm, though. But like, I don't there's know nothing if... that Gojo could really give to come back to I life. I mean, he could... it doesn't really work that. Like, what I mean... is he gonna get rid of his head? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> to bring his life back. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can't really no, do that because true, he took way too much damage. Like, he can't do that. It's true. Very so then, all of a sudden, we see like, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's like, uh, I guess like a sewer cap riding up because somebody's running past it so fast. And yep. Sukuna's like, I feel great. Don't you dare spoil it. And it says, without taking any time to mourn the death of Satoru Gojo, soaring toward the battlefield was the god of lightning, Hajime, Kash Hajime Kashimo. Let's go. And then Kashimo looks fucking sick here. And, okay, so before anything, I, again, I've been talking the whole time about why this is one of my favorite chapters, but, like, I do think, like, it has the iconic manga panel of gojo being split in half but like i love a manga chapter that feels like it was like five chapters in one yeah this one was so long dude i was like what am i reading bro like am i gonna get to the part where i see gojo cut in half <laughs> but yeah um yeah there was a lot of info in that chapter and that and um a lot of people obviously um people are coping a lot because yes. this is the one of the most be beloved characters in anime in general mm -hmm. yeah, yeah 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 so and especially because he disappeared for so long and then he came back and he's immediately gone just to die again so yeah so um let's go back real quick to what i was saying um yeah i think you were talking about how there was that one line about when they started to talk about going south yeah mm -hmm. but that line is supposed to be very important because if you if you see what is it nanami says he went south, mm -hmm. meaning that he went back to his old self. And then Gojo says, I see. So there's a possibility that he's going to like be reincarnated. It, it's possible. Because if not, you know, like there's there's really no point in saying Nanami, like saying that he went south. And then yeah. like, they explain what north means. And then Gojo just goes, I see. It doesn't really see anything. While he's like, has like 
a grin on his face. You well, know what I'm I okay. The way I'm taking this go south thing from Nanami is like Nanami started off as a person who was very like not selfish, and he kind of got corrupted by like everything going on around him. But then like in at the time of his death, he could in that moment quote unquote go north, put a curse on Yuji, but he chose to go south, be a like the good person he knows he is. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. I I think. A lot of the time I think about this stuff, like, I don't know how into Star Wars you are, but, like, the concept of the Force in Star Wars is that, like, as long as there is good, there will be evil. So, like, evil can never be gone if there's a person protecting. Right. Like, it has to be completely eliminated. So, the way I'm thinking about this with Gojo is that, like, as long as there's Kenjaku, there has to be a six-size user. Will it happen super fast? Like, will it be, like, the universe pulls it in, you know? Yeah, this is this is gonna get so interesting, man. And then I think you were telling me one time there's like this um this theory about how like it's all related to like some mythology, like some classic mythology where yeah. well it's it brings us into the the next chapter actually because um the god of thunder supposedly mm-hmm. um resurrects the like exalted one or something yes, like that. Yes, right? yes, yeah. exactly. And so, like they kind of refer to Gojo a lot as like the the like supreme one. And yeah, exactly. They call Hajimo, uh, I mean Kashimo, like the god of thunder. So exactly. So basically, in that Buddhist theory, it's like Buddhist. Yeah, the god of mm-hmm. thunder, basically without mourning, is like literally as soon as the chosen one dies, goes to rescue him. So and we've talked about this before um, on the podcast where. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen actually uses a lot of Buddhism, like in its, uh, like uh, when Kenjaku was at the um, the United States, the White House in the United States, like he the the uh, Shikigami that he used was like a Buddhist figure, right, right, and it has meaning to it too. So, and the way they wrote it, without time to mourn his death, he runs into battle. It's mm-hmm. written the same way in the Buddhist uh, exactly. story. So, exactly. I honestly do believe that that was intentional because I I think that Gege like really likes to use Buddhism in his stories. So, yeah, and then it's just like it's just so sad to see like like it's it's bittersweet. You know what I mean? Like it's like I don't want Gojo to be dead, but like there's part of me that like loves when a character dies because it means so much. Yeah, and it I, makes the I character understand. like so much more important. Like Neji. We're, we will all, like not that I didn't think he was important before, but like I will always hold him like a little bit higher above a lot of the people because he literally sacrificed himself. Yeah, and he didn't come back. Yeah, I mean a character dying is great for the series realistically, yeah. but as a it's like you said it's it's very bittersweet because as a fan you want to keep seeing your character kicking ass, but at the same time like you don't want the story to suffer yeah. by mm-hmm. allowing him to to always win and like beat everyone. That's exactly. super boring. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what that was, that was really good about Jujutsu Kaisen, honestly, because they just sealed Gojo, and as soon as he's back, you know, he has the the Sasuke effect. Yeah, allowing, <laughs> allowing is um, but but it makes sense though because the whole point well it's not the whole point but like one of one of Gojo's main goals was to completely um, rebrand the the. The Curse jiu- energy, the, the, like the jujitsu, the jujitsu world in general. Yeah, with a new generation and get rid of all the old people. <laughs> so Gojo like, is about to be old to like let the new generation now Utah, Yuji, and all them shine. So it's that's true. what this is all about. Imagine, um, there's like instead of Itadori, it's like Bitadori. Bro, it's Boruto. <laughs> it, it, Bitadori, Jujutsu Kaisen, next generation. <laughs> <laughs> But 
also before we start this next chapter, I'm sorry, I will let you start it, but I love um, Kashimo. It's like one of my favorite characters, especially my favorite villain. So like, to I was like waiting the whole time. I'm like, he wants to fight. He wants to fight. Like, when are they going to let him fight? So it was sick to see him come in immediately. Can you remind me how you went from being a villain to like on the side of the good guys again now? From the current well, game? at the end of the fight between Hakuri and um, Kashimo, that's when he cut off his arm. And yeah. and he had turned the water into completely like um, chlorine gas uh-huh. to kill him. Okay. But then he kind of like got out of it by giving up his arm or whatever. And Hakuri says to him like, you know, join us. He's like the only thing I wa-. he's like I can't use my curse technique because I can only use it once, and I only want to use it to fight Sakuna. And oh, okay. then he was like, okay, well, help us out, and I'll let you fight Sakuna. And that's oh, yeah. why and he did. Yeah, that's why before when Yuta's like, I'm going, Hakuri's like, well, you know, like... Hell no. Bro, yeah. he really started charging up too. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. That it's great. great. Yeah. This is chapter 237, Inhuman Makio Shinjuku Showdown, part 14. Thank you. Um, So we have Kashimo just rushing through Sukuna. He's horny as hell <laughs> to fight Sukuna. He's been waiting um, approximately 900 years or so to do this. And um, he's always... Wanted to fight yes. the strongest cursed user of all time. And someone says, here they come. He's thinking that to himself. Oh, he is. Okay. And he's looking up at like this iceberg that's falling. Right. Far above Kashimo, who had jumped from 203 meters above ground. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> appeared a giant block of ice and the frozen star known as Urame. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, and it, it's dun, always a big <laughs> the frozen dun, star Urame. What were you gonna say? It's always a big question of if Urame is a boy or a girl. Does it matter, dudes? <laughs> Does it matter, dude? He can be whatever he wants. No, no, they but can listen, be whatever they want. I just I hear he looks pretty masculine. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And then we see somebody with a pair of Jordans too, which is great. <laughs> Tiptoeing in my jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan man comes from the back of Rame, jumping, and um, Rame is thinking that someone's above him, and he's right about that. And um, Hakuri, Hakuri says, "Sorry, but I made a promise, so I gotta stop you." Hell yeah! And then Rame goes, "That's news to me, ice formation." And then Hakuri goes, "Oh yeah, domain expansion." Haha! <laughs> yep, it sure is. He says. Like, I've been waiting for Hawker's domain to come back. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's, cool. Yeah, and I love this picture on the next page uh, because you see um, the domain, like, open and disappear because right, they right. kind of, like, disappear into, like, another place. So it's kind of cool. It's, like, it's I'm, crazy looking. I must say, dude, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's because you've been reading manga for so long, but, like, the way you depict like the pictures like what was actually happening like the movements and everything is crazy i can't do that a lot of <laughs> times you, like, i don't you. really like that's why I always, i'm always watching like reviews on youtube or whatever uh-huh. because so i can like fully understand but like i feel like you don't even do that but like you always somehow understand exactly like because i'm bad with directions anyway <laughs> so <laughs> if, if i see a bunch of shading going uh, um whatever direction i'm like is he going up is he going down <laughs> who knows i guess we'll find out in seven years when the anime comes out <laughs> nah but but yeah thank you and um hakuri's domain captured urame but the block of ice conditioned to fall continued, continued to fall jeez yeah and it's like falling onto sakuna's head 
And it's kind of cool because you see it like over the panel here and then you see it fall in and then getting closer. <laughs> yeah. And now in the next page, it seems like there's a lot going on. There's like a lot of stuff falling from the from the sky. I think what happened is, is the, like um, the, ice. I, the ice started to melt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then something fell out of the ice and landed right in Sukuna's hand. Yeah. And then is it the narrator that's saying the ice was merely a means of delivery? Yes. Um, and sick shot of Kashimo. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. And it, and um, the next page goes in exchange for a, for a desperate binding vow. Yorozu had constructed the item that appeared from within the melting block of ice. Curstool, supreme martial solution. <laughs> what the hell is that supposed to? Be? <laughs> its effect was strangely. Sukuna says, just like old times. Oh wait, is it Sukuna that says that? Yes. Yeah, it is. Because I was looking at this little. No, it's okay. Okay. And um, Sukuna says, just like old times, and he's holding the curse tool and whatever. And it looks like there's, like, electricity coming off the curse tool, which is pretty funny because he doesn't realize he's about to fight the fucking god of thunder. Bro, I didn't even <laughs> see that. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, are you zooming in every time? Uh, I'm I have reading. the better phone, too. That's crazy. <laughs> I have a Samsung. Yeah, yeah okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, Kashimo is, like, mesmerized honestly yeah he's just straight chilling he actually really like ad admires sukuna in uh in a weird way but he's um he is looking at them and um he's thinking um the narrator says the characteristic of kashimo's cursed energy provide resistance to electricity and kashimo goes sukuna did you become the strongest sorcerer or were you born that way? That is a great question, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it is a good question. And then he says, beats me, but I bet I was a creepy kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing that thing that you would like do with a basketball, spin it on your hand, but with the cursed tool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kashimo goes, if you've, never, if you've never known weakness, how can you interact with others or ever show kindness? And Sukuna says, I couldn't do it. Others were brittle clods of earth to me. No, that's uh, Kashimo saying that oh, yeah. still. Right, right, because right. now we're seeing like a flash of him that we saw that one time when Kenjaku first met him, where he's like that old samurai. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, so tell me, must strength be lonely? Or the strong curse to wander in search of limit limitless power? <laughs> Yeah, that's um. It's a good question. That's true. That's it's it's also kind of like what Gojo was saying before about feeling sad for and Sukuna. This is even what Yurizu was saying. She's like, you don't know love because all you know is power. Mm -hmm. But like, as Sukuna is about to get into, you know, it's like when once you're the strongest for so long, like yeah, power, no, love, nothing means anything. What is power? What is anything really? You know. Then Sukuna goes greedy bastard, which is hilarious. And then he, uh, yeah, Sukuna, he says that Sakura Sojo, said, uh, Sojo, that's the Toro <laughs> Gojo, was also like that, which is what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they said, I'll tell you. So bring it on, departed spirit. And then, so um, sick. Yeah. Kashima was just so excited. I love um, characters that just like are um, always down to fight. Yeah, like the Goku they, they effect. They just love to fight just mm -hmm. to fight yeah. i like that i think that's so cool 
But um, yeah, and he rushes towards Sukuna and tries to um attack him with his um tool, and um, it seems like Sukuna blocks it. Yeah, he just but like takes was, it. I don't know. It's yeah, like he, he kind of just <laughs> yeah. But this looks like it was one of the a really strong hit. Like yeah. it was extremely powerful. It's probably filled with electricity too, and things like that. And he looks like a freaking demon. And then he's just like, he's just going at it against him. And then he really, um, he has this technique release, myth- mythical beast amber. I wonder what that looks like in color, you know? Right. Yeah, and Sukuna's just like completely shocked. And then he gets like rocked in the face three times by by Kashimo. Yeah, I yeah, Kashimo was I was really getting some hits in. I love that at this point of the fight, which is which is which which kind of sucks because. Yeah, but <laughs> no, is listen. this um where he starts transforming? Um, yeah, not exactly yet. But listen, so like the panel on page thirteen in the middle when he's punching him, it's so cool. It's so cool because it's like, it's like two of them. Yeah, like he's moving so fast with punches in between that it's like you see two of Sukuna's mm-hmm. faces, and then he, like you say, and it kind of looks like he transformed because he takes a big deep breath and then his <sighs> mouth turns into like a hole. <laughs> hey yo and then like you see like four like basically it seems like it creates like a sonic boom yes because there's a little bit of space in between the attack yes this is amazing yeah um and this is his curse technique which we've been waiting the entire time to see we always thought exactly. it was electric related yeah but we don't we didn't know exactly what was happening yet but what so. is really happening to his face though do you he, know well so sakuna says well that was loud because it was a sonic boom obviously right and mm-hmm. then on the next page it says Mythical Beast Amber reconstructs flesh in order to manifest phenomena that Kashimo converts from curse energy. Okay. So that means that, like, his curse energy, which is electricity-based, he's able to create, like, whatever he wants on his body mm-hmm. to fight right now. Right. Yeah, and then he kind of just, like, puts his hand in front of Sakuna's face. And Sakuna and actually looks very surprised at that yeah. point. Yeah. Which is not a... That's a rare sight. You don't really see Sukuna shook. When he was fighting Gojo, he probably was shook like once or twice. And Gojo is the strongest sorcerer. So like whenever I see Sukuna like a little shook, I'm like, okay, what's happening? Yeah, and a lot of people want to discredit this fight. Like we're going to get to the next chapter. No, like me earlier. Yeah, exactly. But like we're going to get to this chapter. But like I will say that like Kashimo was just, a better opponent almost. But when you think about Gojo and Sukuna be, being... being 12 13 chapters to this being two come on bro you i know what I'm i do get what you're saying I, I do understand but i honestly don't love long fights all the time no so. yeah neither do i but i mean i guess that one had to be long but i'm exactly, saying it's just yeah. like i just feel like i just feel like for someone who's gonna be fighting after gojo this should have been more of a of a surprise effect of like in like he should have done something crazy that we did not expect at all but let's move on yeah so, um, yeah, go on from there. Yeah. So then um, Kashimo just punches Sukuna again after he puts um, his face. Um, wait, what's happening in um, Well, on page in four, 16. Yeah, on 16, he's on about left, to hit him. Left. Yeah, he's about to hit Sukuna with, like, this flash to the face. Yeah. But then um, Sukuna dodges, dodges it. it. But okay. then he kind of just, like, puts overwhelming pressure on Sukuna. And Sukuna, like, gets knocked back, though. Right, right. And then he hits him with, like, a right hand before he's able to recover. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then um, Kashimo is still going crazy. Um, and the narrator says, improve agility due to increased activity of electric signals in the brain. 
sound waves that optimize and attune to the natural frequencies of substances, electromagnetic waves that vaporize irradiated objects, irradi irradiated objects. Kashimo's body manifests these phenomena and has passed beyond the human realm. Oh, he looks like a freak too, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but after com completion of this cursed technique, Kashimo's flesh collapsed. Bro turned liquid. Collapses, yeah. But I don't think it happened yet. It's in the middle of happening. But honestly, like, you know what? When he was like, I can only use it once, I was always like, why? Yeah. Like, what, are you just going to not have power anymore? But yeah, it kind of makes more sense here. And then if you see on the next page... Um, Kashimo uh, uh, throws something at Sukuna. He, he, seems he like, like used this power wave. before, where he made um like one of his like staffs a pole, mm -hmm. and then his original powers he could send electricity between the two poles. Right, right. So he's kind of like trying to send it towards Sukuna now. Yeah, and there's a huge explosion too. <clears throat> yep. And then narrator goes, Sukuna has a way to repair flesh only once, besides reverse curse technique. He can do so by resuming transformation. Oh, shoot. Crazy. As a curse-taking fleshly form, which he had purposely interrupted before. Oh, oh shit. my gosh. So we've kind of seen this form of Sukuna before, but this only... This is so beautiful. It was like a chapter cover. Yeah, exactly. But it was Yuji, but now it's Megami. Yeah. Even though his hair is pretty white here, so I don't know what's up with that. But like... How can you tell? It because it's not black, I guess it's normally would be black and black and white. But so you can see that he has like this weird thing on the side of his face that gives him two eyes, and then he has the um the mouth on his stomach, like where his yep. belly button should be. So when he has to do his chance, he has an extra mouth, which is yeah, and he has so good for for um saucer and he has four arms too yep. which is pretty interesting so like this chapter i really like because um kashimo like he has a very specific style of fighting and it's cool to see him kind of like break out of it and be using all these crazy things like yeah he's using sonic booms he's using that weird mouth um like uh i don't know what the fuck he was trying to do there he's also um what do they say here he's he has improved agility he has mm -hmm. um waves that just fucking destroy things but at what cost I mean, but this, you know, like, I, I like Kashimo. I think he's a great character, but, like, he's been alive for how long, you know? like. And that's what I love about Jujutsu Kaisen, too, because it's like, yeah, you're going to have this crazy power, but there's going to be a downside to it, you know? It's not like yeah, like Naruto can spam Rasengan over and over again. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like Chakra eventually, but, you know? Kind of like the Full Metal Alchemist, like, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I love the biting, binding vows, too. Yeah. That's so cool, dude. And then, like, to finally see Sukuna, we've always speculated, like, when is he going to go back to his form? When is he going to go back to his form? And now we get to see it finally. And it's like, oh, poor Megami. Like, is he even in there anymore? Bro. He needs um, more than milk. Yeah. And, like, I love, um, like, this part in the beginning where Kashimo is going, like, if you've never known weakness, how can you interact with others or show kindness? I couldn't do it. Like, it's funny how... Um, all these people are like going to therapy through Sukuna right now. Pretty much, man. Like Gojo's like about love. Gojo's like, how could I ever love? And Sukuna's like, I don't know, but I could kick your ass. <laughs> and then Kashimo's like, how can I? How can I pity people? And Sukuna's like, I don't know, but I can kick your ass if you want me to. Crazy. <laughs> so yeah, uh, two thirty-eight. Exactly. Just inhuman. Makio Shinjuku Showdown Part Fifteen. Oh shit! It continues. Using X-ray vision to analyze Ryoman Sukuna, what Kashimo saw was 
perfection. And it's crazy because Kashimo has three eyes now on his face. And Sukuna looks like uh, like you see all this like black curse energy just coming off of him as he yeah. has the forearms walking he forward. He is ready. Okay. Even the narrator continues and says, even when performing curse gestures, his hands remain unfettered. unfettered. And even when chanting a curse, his heart and, and lungs remain un, unburdened. To chant, a, to chant a curse without my heart being burdened would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but this is sick, dude. This is crazy. Okay. Um, Sukuna's extra arms and mouth provide an immense advantage over other sorcerers. His physical form may be greatly deformed, but that doesn't impede him in any way. So I'm wondering if they're saying that like he could even look like more put together than this. Like maybe it's his eye that's deformed. And there's also like this weird panel when they're talking about being deformed that you see like the insides of him and you see like his hands, um, like the veins, and then you see the mouth with like a nose. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of gross. Yeah, pretty disgusting. Um, armed with both his technique and the curse tools known as Supreme Martial Solution and Hitten, Sukuna annihilated the Sun, Moon, and Star Squad and the five empty generals serving the Northern Fujiwara clan and routed the Abe clan's elite forces, which included angels and the Deshi Pacific Pacification squad composed of Sugawara clan remnants. Okay. Remnants. Okay, okay. So the, the, moon, the Sun, Moon, and Star Squad... That's that girl that we saw before, Rio. Right on. She was mm -hmm. able to kind of pull the sky. She fought Yuji. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Yuta. And then Yuta is, uh, I believe, a direct descendant of um, the Fujiwara. And so is Gojo. Right, right. Um, oh, that's how Yuta and Gojo are like close, um, loosely related. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They're direct descendants of Sugawara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Fujiwara was the people that they fought against. Okay. Um, so it's saying here that Sukuna was able to take down everybody, basically. That's why everybody's scared of him. And he had these two cursed tools. One of them was like a big staff, and the other one was that one that he has there right now. And they said that um, the Abe clan's elite forces, which included the angels, obviously we have the angel here, mm -hmm. you know, and that's why she hates him, yep. obviously. And, uh, yeah, all these other people. So basically he took down everybody. Pretty much, dude. And somehow Kashimo's like getting all this information just by looking at him, <laughs> which is crazy. And then Kashimo goes, ah, so I've achieved so much. How yeah. beautiful. He has horns now, too. It's yeah, amazing. I was going to say that. I, I don't understand. Like, he looks so sick. I can't wait to see this. So? Uh, I think it's like the uh, curse energy over him right now still. Yeah. And now Sukuna's about to fuck him up for those punches that he was giving earlier. <laughs> yeah, he didn't forget, bro. Yeah, he about to go crazy on his ass. And then just right after he calls him beautiful, gets slapped right in the face, bro. And you can see Sakuna violating him, bro. Honestly, it's, I'm I'm a little sad, bro, because he's getting murked out here in these streets, bro. Yeah, but you know, he's even though he's getting fucked up, uh he's trying to fight back. Yeah, and uh, I guess they haven't mentioned it yet, but Sukuna's um He's back now to his original form. Yeah. No, yeah. they did kind of mention that before in the last chapter. And because he's back in his original form, he's also fully healed now. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say that too. Fully healed, original form. Kashimo just uses um, his curse technique. I think we all know what's going to happen here. It's. Um, I, I love like the the attack Kashimo has though. Like that little beam. Like it's so Dragon Ball-y. Yeah, facts. 
then um they you just have uh, Sukuna beating Kashimo and then Kashimo goes Gah! <laughs> and then you see something launching towards Sukuna the attack from Kashimo and then says dragon scales and then Sukuna says evade this well so what's happening here is his stomach is doing the chance they said dragon scales repulsion oh right and then right. Sukuna says evade this and then his stomach goes paired fallen stars <laughs> dismantle <laughs> holy shit bro this is crazy and then so as we know like his dismantle is now upgraded so it's never going to be the old dismantle again it's always going to be this dismantle that cuts space and time so even um kashimo kind of like gets out of the way and he's like this is what finished gojo mm -hmm. and he's kind of cut but like even the fact that he got out of the way of it maybe because he knew and gojo didn't know but yeah. like that already is like you know a lot better than gojo did in that part uh-huh and then you can see like it's a slash that cuts the world like you can literally see like the earth is like split in half ah oh, sukuna man you're one crazy motherfucker but then a fool once preached to me about love. She said I didn't know love and was lonely like none other. And he continues. I got the point, but still, it hurt. She had the wrong guy. She'd had done better preaching to you or Gojo. True. I agree with that, too. Honestly. And then he goes, then again with you guys, it's not so much that you didn't know. You just can't understand. And Kashima goes, what are you trying to say? I think what Sukuna's trying to say is that there are levels to this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's levels to this, man. It's levels to this. <laughs> and then he goes, you are strong, right? And I guess he throws something at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tool. <laughs> He's like, you're strong, right? Catch this. Nah, but and then he, um, I guess he uh, rushes towards Kashimo behind him and yeah. then to hit him. And then he continues to anni like annihilating him pretty much and just like punching him with his forearms. He's giving him the Machamp. <laughs> oh, yes, dude. Yes, from Pokemon. Yes. yes. Um, but then, yeah, the next panel is basically just um, what's happening in um, page 12 in the last one. Um, what's so Kashimo doing with his hand there? He, well, As first of all, he's bleeding out of his backwards. mouth like crazy, and go Sukuna is like throwing him around, and Kashimo's going for like a latch, last ditch attack, right? With like the sound wave stuff, but then you know, if you go to the next page, he like looks over and he sees like basically like a like a a, a lattice, it's called, I believe of like lines coming towards him so like there there's like 40 squares of mm -hmm. lines and as we know like it's definitely sakuna using cleave uh -huh. <laughs> which is crazy he could do this like i don't the one thing i don't understand is how does it not destroy the world like they're like oh it destroys everything i'm like that's a good question wouldn't they all be killed like it like it goes weeb commander in, yeah yeah or fake weeb not weeb commander we're a fake weeb podcast <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as um, well, you still explain the destruction, or whatever. Or, or yeah, well, no. So now, yeah, he's he sees those lattice come towards him, and then they kind of go back to like, um, you know, this is you like this part. This is like his own form of like Gojo's go south thing. Right. So right. we see Kashimo in like his old um form, and he goes, "Many fierce fighters must have challenged you, with all their strength and spiritual might, but they never cursed you. They wanted your recognition." So they could know their worth, but you butchered them. All the while wondering how to treat others with care. If that isn't loving, kindness, 
then what is it? And then we see that it was Sukuna saying this the whole time about Kashima, which is pretty interesting. He's like giving him a lot of credit here. And he says, and it's kind of funny because now Sukuna's walking towards Kashimo. He's back to like his like current um, body. And he goes, Other love us, others love us for our strength. And we respond to that love. Yet solitude troubles you. That's why I called you greedy. <laughs> and uh, Kashima goes, Then are you satisfied? If so, why divide your soul across, uh, why divide your soul and cross the ages as cursed objects? Sukuna goes, I understand love. And I say to you, Love is worthless. Yo, preach. No. <laughs> uh, I never needed anyone to satisfy me. I eat when I want to eat, play with what amuses me, and kill who's ever in my way. Yep. I live as befits my nature. If no one can grasp that, that's their problem. And Kashimo kind of like laughs a little, and he goes, doesn't that get old? Agreed. Sukuna goes, no. <laughs> Every human has a unique and fleeting taste which makes devouring them a perfect way to pass the time until death. Bro, he's the worst, but I still like him. I love him. And then in that moment, um, uh, Hockery's like, uh, domain breaks open. Yep. And uh, Sukuna goes, oh, here he comes, huh? And now we know Kashimo's dead, by the way. Yep. That was his death scene. So if we're going to get one of those for everybody, that'd be fucking awesome. But the moment that Everybody, we... bro. Who else is dying, bro? <laughs> but the moment that we open a chapter and it's Maki. Bro. And she's like... You're she's like, the... <laughs> she's like, my, I couldn't destroy everything. I'm like, no! Oh, no! And Sukuna's like, the where you went wrong is you were born as twins and women. <laughs> That's when you really go to Japan and find Gege. <laughs> I would be so upset. So then he looks up and he goes, here he comes, huh? And then we think he's talking about Hakari uh, uh, and... Nope, but Rame. he's talking about the main character of Maki. the story. Wait, but hold on, hold on. So before that, um, Arame and Kashimo fall out. We don't know... I'm sorry, Hakari fall out. But we don't know if Hakari um, won the jackpot or not because he's not like uh, Shining or right. anything like that. And then we see uh, Sukuna goes... But what can a little boy hope to accomplish here? And we see <laughs> Yuji falling down with, like, he has that, like, he has, like, dragon scale hands right now. Like, we've seen one time or two times where he has these, like, nails that are crazy. But that was when Sukuna was still with him. Yeah, but exactly. So a lot of people are like, oh, what is this? But I think that it, they've said before, like, uh, as Yuji was the vessel, his body would adapt to Sukuna's Yeah, technique. he was just taking mad curse energy from yeah. Sukuna. Oh, bro, he was his Bro, Yuji had like 19 fingers, bro. And Yuji's not by himself. He's with the judge who has a gigantic hammer right now. Yes, sir. Hey, I love this guy, bro. And Sukuna, you're going to court, bro. <laughs> I don't care, bro. Uh, Sin had sent me this video on, uh, <laughs> on Twitter where it was like Sukuna's court case. And it was so <laughs> funny. I'll try to repost it on the podcast uh, Twitter when I post this episode. Yo, Twitter is undefeated, man. But so, okay. Now we're pretty much at the end of these chapters. Um... Well, no, we are at the end of these chapters. Um, so far, this um, chat uh, episode, you know, we've went through the depths of two major characters. I, I mean, I would consider uh, Kashimo a major character. Like he's been around for a while. He had a, uh, he almost killed Panda. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he really, he set off a lot because the thing, the thing is, though, he did kill two of Panda's cores. Like the reason why those cores had to leave is because Panda got destroyed by Kashimo. So, Pretty much. you know, he's an important character. And Gojo, obviously, like the whole fucking series is on his back. But 
something that happens with a lot of manga is like they get sick of the main character and they're like okay time to let the new people shine like they've done it in dragon ball they killed goku to let gohan shine then kind of went back on it they've killed uh they've taken naruto and sasuke out of boruto and made it all about boruto now you know it's his story whatever so now it's going to be interesting to see what um yuji and the judge are going to be able to do like if they do take Sakuna to court the thing about the court thing is that there's like a way out of it and that Yuji couldn't figure out because he's not a good liar but like Sakuna kind of is a good liar yeah so. but I think they're oh I think that they're gonna have like evidence on him though whatever yeah, they but accuse the evidence, him of even if he lies they'll probably have evidence but the evidence has to point in a way that he's guilty because of what he's originally saying because like Yuji remember um that was a, his an thing. amazing scene by the way like the whole court scene with Yuji, so I'm yeah. so interested to see how this is gonna go down, man. Yeah, because in that court po- uh, chapter, there was like, um, like he could have lied. Yeah, he decided not to. Yeah, but he he even could have lied. Like even like the evidence, they don't tell you what the evidence is. So like the evidence could just be like, oh, we saw you walking. Like it was like he went yeah, into a store BS. that he wasn't supposed to be in underage and bought something, <laughs> and he was like, oh, I was just using the bathroom, and they were like, no, we have video of you buying it, whatever. <laughs> So <laughs> that was like, actually so funny for a part that's not even supposed to be funny. It was it, no, it's 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 supposed to have some comedy to it because like the joke is that he's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> but so you know, like it's interesting. Like we'll see what they have against him. Like what if Sakuna's uh, ability to fucking figure everything out just makes him like an amazing lawyer suddenly? You know what yeah. I mean? I just love Yuji because he's always like super positive but like right now you can, i've never seen him this angry before yeah and he literally exactly. got he's hyped by up. utah i mean we've seen him this angry when he fought um mahito yeah which is yeah, his yeah, last yeah. big fight you know yeah, so it's yeah. like but this is like um this is his sensei yeah dead and then megami mm-hmm and I do feel like the action is getting a lot better recently in Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, I've always thought it was great, but, like, the last few chapters, like, there's a lot of, like, physical action and then also, like, curse technique explanation. Like, it all it all's finally working. Like, it doesn't feel like they're just, like, leading up to domain the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But something else worth talking about, I think, also, is, like, this whole fight between Sukuna and Gojo. Like, this is the end of it. It's been about, like, uh, 13 chapters, and we went through them gojo uh getting it over on sukuna sukuna getting over on gojo gojo destroying sukuna's domain like is it gone like it's probably not around anymore he destroyed it you know right exactly uh sukuna like figuring out gojo's whole power uh sukuna using the 10 shadows to use like almost every i don't even think he has it anymore i think it's gone with maharaga pretty much yeah and now and then gojo getting killed by sukuna's evolved ability like it it really is like one of the best in recent times manga fights. Uh, like I don't, uh, do you know? Uh, My Hero has good ones. Uh, you know, like no, um, I definitely Black Clover agree, has man. good ones. But I, but something like this was actually like emotional and made sense the whole time. Yeah, it was. Um, it like I said, this is gonna go down as one of the best, um, fights. Mm-hmm. Um, manga panels like that specific panel where gojo slice in half that's yeah. good that's good that's gonna be iconic you're gonna be seeing that for years mm-hmm. on 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 every site and um yeah man they um gege really nailed it i know i joke around a lot about um you know about him about what he's doing to the characters but he's really good at foreshadowing like too good at foreshadowing in a way because like uh i don't even know bro but 
Yeah, this is it's this like is, this he is does crazy. something, and normally you would be upset, but like it makes so much sense that, that you, you can't, can't be, be upset. upset. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's crazy because it's like if Gojo really does stay, bro, is he gonna do kill everyone? Okay, exactly. Cool. Like that was uh, something cares? we were talking about a lot on the podcast in the last few months. Is that like this feels like a final fight, but I don't want it to be over. Right. Like it's not fair for it to be over when when nobody else got to fight. I just hope Gojo comes back as a baby or something. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, I could definitely tell. I could definitely already see Yuji being like, "Oh, Gojo, baby, I don't want to, Gojo, you're so cute." <laughs> I don't want to spoil Gintama for you, but there's a character that <laughs> kind of has this weird like reborn invincibility thing, and he gets reborn as a baby at some point, and then the character that was fighting him has to raise him. So it'd be that's interesting. crazy. Kenjaku. That's so Gintama though, <laughs> having to raise him. That's so yeah. Gintama. Come on, uh, Kenjaku could have to raise Gojo. Let's see, um, bro. How about Kenjaku getting himself? fucked just to create a perfect vessel for sakuna that's crazy being yuji's mom <laughs> is actually insane because bro actually bent over and took right, it bro right, 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 right. um to no, create a vessel it, it is interesting it's, like it's it's interesting bro it's interesting because like now he his perfect vessel who ends up being ghetto it's just cool how like all the people we know are like the most important people right you know and it's like we're they're they're going off. And also, I mean, they're uh, getting counted off. Like, Sukumo's gone. Sorry. Gojo's gone. Nanami's gone. Geto's gone. <laughs> Haibara. I mean, whatever. But It's time for the new generation, man. But um, the thing that everybody was speculating once we saw the flash forward or whatever the fuck you want to call it of them not being, of all the people who are dead, is that Nobara isn't there. Right. That's good. It's hard to say if she should be there if she was dead because well, she's not she really would. a part of like their whole like childhood arc. It was like pretty much all the people from that arc that were in it. True, true. But like, uh, it is like you would think he would see her if he was dying because they did have like some sort of a relationship, like at least like a year. Or so, um, and I also feel like if she was dead, bro, they would have just said she's dead because there's no reason why that guy um had to say that um does does it's not. A zero percent chance of her. Of her exactly. Like, yeah. They, no reason they kind of that. have said that she's not around, but they don't really say what's going on. Like the thing that makes no sense is like Shoko is here right now. Shoko is the person who is working on her. Tell us what's going on. Right. Do you remember what the guy did though? Like his curse technique that allows him to like that allowed her to actually not die right away. I think he just had reverse curse technique. It's not the same as reverse curse technique though. Basically, it stops wounds. Okay. So if you're like. If you if you have a wound right here, like instead of it bleeding out, I I'll, I'll make it stop. It okay. like it'll, it'll it'll heal the wound, but like you're still gonna have the wound, but it's not gonna get any worse. Yeah, so basically that's good for her because he then got, she won't be yeah he got to her like like half a second after she died or something like that. So he stopped it then and there. That's why she's not like fully yeah. dead type shit. Crazy. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. It, these chapters like the, it's just a great part of the series, and like the fact that like it's still continuing like. I, I can't wait to do a... F I'm, I'm actually in the middle of my reread of Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, I have, like, 10 chapters left or 20 chapters left. But, like, I can't wait to do a full reread once it's done. And just, like, the people who will be able to experience without being spoiled and just reading it all at once, like, they're going to be such lucky people. Almost me. But um, what do you think... Um, Okay. How much longer do you think this is going to go on? And what do you think is going to be happening? No, like, Jujutsu Kaisen in general. Oh. And then... Um, I like meaning like how many more chapters you you're envisioning, yeah. and how do you think this is gonna go down as far as like Sakuna, Kinjak, well, Maki, there's all a of them? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a loaded question, but okay, I could see it going like fifty more at least. They okay. 
Gege sends it says it's supposed to end within like a year, but I really don't think Whoa. like he. A lot of people say that. My hero's creator said that like three times, and it's still not over. So, okay. Um. So I don't. I would say at least fifty. But um, with this, like, I there's something inside of me that feels that Sukuna is like Kenjaku's pawn. Hmm. And yes, like yes. he's I can using see I can see Sukuna, a big twist at the end. Yeah, to take out like Orame and him are working together because they have been the whole time, even before I mean, and then Sukuna shows up and all of a sudden Orame's like Sukuna's bitch. Mm-hmm. So like I believe that Sukuna is like meant to take out all these people. Like the strongest sorcerers. Yeah, exactly. Because Kenjaku can't. Yeah, and he oh. Yeah, and then like he has some sort of thing that's gonna happen where it's gonna let him easily take Sukuna. I don't know. That's my speculation. And then he's going to become the ultimate. Because he's going to have Mojito, Jogo, Sukuna. But now it's like questionable, like what the final fight should be now that it's not Gojo versus Sukuna. Like, will it be Yuta versus Kenjaku? Yuta, Kenjaku, baby. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's interesting. Like, that's a nice full circle moment for like the beginning of the series. But like, what do you think is going to happen? Well, I think that Maki got her shine, you know? No. No, she not hasn't. Enough, not enough. She's actually like she the demonic fighter better Kenjaku. than Tojo. Toji. <laughs> but I think that um, Tojo is like their couple name. <laughs> Toji and Gojo. I think Yuta is gonna shine, but uh-huh. I think he's gonna lose Rika. Oh no! And um, I can see that happening too, but yeah, that kind of yeah. sucks. And then um, Yuji is gonna get hurt really badly, like. At the brink of death, like no borrow type shit. Yeah. And then lose some powers too, but live. Yeah. And I think no borrow is going to be the final. To Sukuna? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, like the final. Just to save Mega Man. Um, something I also thought about too is like we saw Yuji kind of using like they've told us about Yuko's. Um, uh, I'm sorry if I'm saying her name wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Yuko, but about her research on the soul, right? Okay. And then we saw right before Gojo went to fight Sukuno, we saw Kusakabe and Yuji training, and they were like switched bodies. Right, right. So at least that's what we're speculating. So part of me thinks that maybe Yuji can like switch bodies with Megami right here and maybe like stop Sukuna. He did learn how to do that, right? Switching they didn't body. really say exactly what happened. They they kind of showed us for a second that they seemed like their bodies were switched, but hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of things that can happen with all this right now. I think, I, I think Megami has to be a part of the final fight too. Like I think that like he has to come back. Like I, I if he dies like this, it it's crazy because like that one wouldn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like it would, but it's like it's kind of like what the fuck? Like he was such an important character. No, nah, I know. Question though, what happens to Sukuna's body if Megami quote unquote comes out? Like, uh, what we don't form know. are we going to see Sakuna in? Like, his original form from, from a thousand years ago? Because we've never seen that. Well, I'm assuming that Yuji and Sakuna... I'm sorry, Yuji and Megami will switch, and then Sakuna will be inside of Yuji again. That's what I'm assuming. Oh, God. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to... I don't think they're going to have him bounce back and forth like that, honestly. But Yuji... I mean, Megami used... Um, I'm sorry, Sakuna used... Like uh, the same technique to switch into Megami's body he from Yuji. Yeah, he did it's, just it's, put a finger in his. <laughs> maybe yeah, it's it's really it's yeah, that's interesting. It's honestly confusing, but I'm I'm excited really? for what's gonna happen next. Is it confusing? <laughs> well, it's it's the speculation is confusion. It ain't no Vinland. Confusing. <laughs> True, but um, 
so what do you think happens next chapter? Let's say you don't know. What, next, what chapter, next chapter, Sukuna goes to court before Yuji actually gets to fight him. I feel like, I feel like the next chapter is all court. <laughs> next chapter. Well, okay, okay, okay. Uh, let's, Sukuna, right, let's stop acting. Sukuna next is chapter. In, no, no. Sukuna is in court for domestic violence against Yorozu. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we get to see Sukuna again, this is what's going to happen. Sukuna's going to be in court. Yeah, yeah. I hope he has his best suit on. <laughs> bro, he's going to be so unserious, bro. <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, that is the end of these chapters. Um, so we're going to wrap up this episode. Uh, hey, let us know where we can find you. Um, Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook. Wait, did I say Facebook? <laughs> Just Yeah, give us, give us your at. Well, my at is on X. at xcynical. XX. That's it. On both Instagram On both and X. Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Yes. <laughs> Why don't you tell us your Facebook now? Um, okay. Yeah. And as you guys know, you can follow me on Twitter at Justin underscore Legends. You can follow the podcast at Snack underscore Bar underscore Pod. Uh, we're underscore Gang here. You got to get an underscore. Um, and uh, I think next episode i'm gonna do three chapters of my hero and this week sakamoto days so then i'll be fully caught up um but we got a lot to look forward to with jujutsu kaisen and thanks for coming on again sin i appreciate it yes sir thanks for having me that was really fun let's do it again soon oh yeah all right uh so yeah i'll talk to you guys next time